Short ball, grab and loose, back and forth, fast, they pass square leg. So this is cricket. Victory to the Australians by eight wickets. He's got it. Got it. Wow, he's got two. Hi all and welcome to Junior Hawk Talk. Can you believe we're already one third of the way through the season already? Time flies when you are having fun. So let's get straight into the breaking news. And in the breaking news this week, we have some personal bests and milestones reached by uh, some of the young kids this week. Uh, the first milestone reached was uh, Hanno Boone Spiker of the under-14s gold team has scored the club's first 50 for season 2018-19. So congratulations to Hanno who scored 59 not out versus Les Moody Gold on the weekend. Fantastic effort by him. Um, hopefully he can keep that going on for the rest of the season. And we also had... Uh, a couple other people get personal best scores, which we'll go through uh, when we go through the scorecards on Saturday and Sunday. Um, breaking news this week as well, um, in the under-14s, there's a derby. It's the Gosnells Gold versus Gosnells Blue up on B1 on Saturday morning. If you are free and not doing anything, come on down and support both Gosnells teams and, um, yeah, see how the boys go when they face off against each other. Also, uh, some of the 13s and 14s had their second district game. When we go to Around the Grounds, we'll go through all the scores there and see how they went. So, all in all, pretty exciting stuff happening around the club. And let's get into the Saturday scorecard. Okay, and the Saturday scorecard will start with the under-13 girls team. They lost the toss against Canningvale, and Canningvale sent Gosnells in to bat. And Ella Ainsworth said thanks very much for that. She went out and smashed 23 from 13 balls with four fours. So that's a magnificent job for Ella. Um, she led the way nicely there. Annalise Steenoff scored 16 from 15 balls. And the other double-figure scorer was Destiny Mippy with 11 from 13. So off their 20 overs, the girls made 9 for 135, which is a fantastic score. Almost seven runs are over there. Great work there. And in reply, Canning Vale um, made 5 for 118. The girls bowled really well, uh, nice and tight. Uh, leading wicket-taker was Charlie Stewart with two for four from her two overs. So great job, Charlie. No wides and no no balls, so benefits of uh, accurate bowling showing up. Uh, other wicket-takers, Annalise Steenoff got one. T Tiffany Tennant got one, and also Emily Ward got one. So sharing the wickets around a little bit there. Great job by the girls. Um, yeah, looks like they all had a great day out there. And the under-11s, they played Riverton Rossmoyne at home and they won the toss and sent Riverton into bat. And Riverton off their 20 overs made 6 for 138. So a pretty big score there. Um, 
The best of the bowlers was Ishmeet. She took two for eight from her two overs, so fantastic job there by Ishmeet. Um, Nicholas Tumulti took one wicket. Um, Kevin took one wicket. And there's a few other guys down the bottom there that took a wicket. So sharing the wickets around nicely there. Um, bit expensive, but, um, yeah, obviously a very good riverton Rossmoyne team there. Looks like it. All the batsmen there contributed, so obviously a pretty good team. In reply to the 138, um, Gosnell's made a creditable 8 for 97 from their 20 overs. So uh, good effort scoring five runs and over themselves, which is a, a pretty decent scoring rate. Um, the pick of the batsman was Nicholas Tumulti with uh, 11 from his... Uh, stint out in the middle, so great job by Nicholas. No other double figure scores, but pretty steady partnerships all the way through. Um, yeah, so great job there by the boys to get to eight for ninety seven. Um, like I said, coming up against a pretty experienced and looks like very talented Riverton side. So well done by the boys. Okay, and the under thirteens last week they. Uh, Bold first, and they kept SJs to 153 after um, bowling really, really well. Uh, needing to score at just over three and over to have a win. The boys just managed to get there in the last couple of overs. They scored seven for 160 from their 50 overs. So a great job there by the boys. Um, the leading run scorers, uh, Vicario Gracious, took, made 17 from 76 balls. Uh Alistair Vista made 10 from 29. Darshan Bodalwala made 14 from 37. And Ibrahim Bilal made 26 from 76. There's also um, 80 extras. But I want to make a special mention to Darshan Saberi, who made 2 from 50 balls, which is obviously not a massive scoring rate. But because the boys um, only had... Uh, a few a few wickets. They didn't have the full roster out there on that day. Someone needed to stick around while SJs were bowling wides and no balls, and obviously some batsmen up the other end scoring runs. So Darshan managed to hold hold up an end and support the batsmen who were scoring runs, and obviously the extras coming along, and turned out to be quite critical in the end. Um, and help the boys get a win. So fantastic effort, especially um, by, like I said, there's a few boys there, Vicario, Darshan and Ibrahim, all batted for more than 50 balls, which is a fantastic effort for a young group. So fantastic job, um, yeah, lasting the whole 50 overs against a, a pretty good SJ's team. And, yeah, a, a fantastic win by the boys. Hopefully they can carry that on for the coming weeks. And now we're going to the under-14s gold team. Last week they bowled out Les Moody Gold for 112 and were, I think, around about 3 for 60-odd at um, at the overnight score, so um, in a pretty commanding com uh, position. And, um, yes, they were, and they carried on in that vein. As mentioned at the top of the show, Hannah Boone-Spiker made 59 from 94 balls, not out. So he was, uh, like I said, the first half-century maker for the club this season. So great job by him. Jack Brecken, in his first season of cricket, made his best score, uh, made 23 from 56 balls. Um, 
Other other leading run scorers, Rhett Grenseri made 35 from 59 balls and Conrad Stenoff made 32 from 53. So a pretty dominating performance by the boys who managed to score 8 for 253 from their 50 overs. So fantastic job, big, big score there. Looks a little bit scary for the Blue Boys this week. Um, in... There was a little bit of time left over for um, Les Moody to go out and have another hit, and the boys uh, shared the bowling around and the wickets. Uh, they took six for 46 off um, the 11 overs they bowled. And uh, having a look here, uh, Thomas Johnson with the wicket, Nahal got a wicket, Cooper Smith with the wicket, Rhett Grinseri with the wicket, and Conrad with the wicket. So, the, And there was one run out. So sharing it around with some great fielding. So great job by the boys. Pretty dominant game all the way around. Um, yeah, bowled well, batted well. Great job by the boys. Sets up a big clash with the blue team next week. Now let's see what the blue team had to do. Okay, the under-14 Blues, if you remember, they were 5 for 41 overnight, chasing the score of 111 from Les Moody Blue. Um, told the boys to get out there and just play sensibly, keep the good balls out and let them bowl some wides and chase the bad balls and, and we should have an easy win. And it turned out to work exactly along those lines. Um from a 5 for 41 overnight, we ended up at 6 for 223. So we won for 182 for the, for the day off the 35 overs. It was a fantastic effort. Um, all the batsmen that were left all made double figures. So Seb Breskowitz made 24 from 54. Josh D'Souza, 16 from 54. Harry, who hit 18 runs off the last over by himself, made 43 from 56. Uh, Jake Passmore, 14 from 31, and Jack Sutton, 15 from 31. So an all-round uh, good effort with the bat from the, the guys that came in at the end. And got, like I said, got us up to a score of 6 for 223. We did manage to get nine overs in at the end to um, try and get some more wickets and some extra points. And the boys did that very well. They took 5 for 21 from nine overs. Uh, Joe Morton with two wickets, Manav Sharma with one, Zach Zilioli continuing his good form with one, and Rav with a bit of a hand grenade uh, got it to explode on the uh, batsman and took a court and bowled. So very unusual bowling uh, method there by Rav to get that wicket. You sort of had to see it to believe it, but he got the wicket in the end, which is the main thing. So it looks like both the Gosnells under-14s teams are in pretty good form leading into the derby. So it should provide uh, plenty of good entertainment and a, a good spectacle for next weekend. And now moving on to the Sunday session and the scores for Sunday. Gosnells Blue under 10s played Kenningvale Teal and the Kenningvale team won the toss and sent Gosnells into bat and they made 6 for 71 from their 20 overs. Unfortunately, there's no player scores in for this game for either team. So just moving quickly on, in reply to our 6 for 71, Kenningvale made 2 for 100 off their 20 overs and... Um, yeah, just managed to sneak over the line there, probably with the last, 
about four or five overs to go. Hopefully all the kids are still having fun playing cricket and that's the main aim of the game. And in the other under-10s game, Gosnell's goal played riverton Rossmoyne. riverton Rossmoyne won the toss and elected to bat and made 13 for 92 from their 20 overs. So a lot of wicket-taking there by the boys, which is a great job. Uh, looks like the pick of the bowlers is Rohit Rana, who took 2 for 10 from his three overs. Great job there. And Rishi Das, continuing his good form from the other week, took two for six. The other wicket-takers included Ben Ward, Hayden Kettle, Quinn Innes, and down the bottom there is Jamie Penny. So fantastic job there by all the boys, taking a lot of wickets. Um, in reply to the 92, the boys made three for 98, so great job there. Um in the runs was Rishi Das, who scored 14 from his 13 balls. Ben Ward scored 13 from his bo- uh, 13 balls, including a six, which you don't often see in under 10. So great job there by Ben, using a bit of power hitting. And Hayden Kettle with 11 from 14 balls. So, yeah, it looks like the, the kids out there having a great time, smashing fours and smashing sixes and taking plenty of wickets. So fantastic effort there by the gold team. Um, keep up the good work there. Okay, the under-17s, they were chasing a pretty sizable target for their first up effort. They were chasing 229. Uh, so in reply, they made to uh, get 130 or bowled out. So obviously a, a big challenge first up against a, a battle-hardened team. Um, Jordan Strother made 29 off 35. And we had also Liam Jones making 22. Um, they both opened the batting, so great job by them getting the boys off to a great start. Darren Atkinson made 17 and Amulia made 18. So they sort of carried the middle order a little bit. Unfortunately, not too many more um, get amongst the runs, but hopefully as time progresses, um, they will get some more runs on the board. Very interrupted start to the season for the 17s. Um, They did go out and bowl for a little bit at the end and they took two wickets for 64 runs. Um, Amulia took one for one off his one over and Michael Ward took one for seven from his over. So, yeah, um, some some good, st- good, good starts there and some good signs for the boys to build on for the coming weeks and hopefully they can do that and get a win on the board soon. So great job there by the 17s. Come on, Aussie, come on. Okay, around the grounds now, uh, starting with the father-son team. Uh, they played Kenwick, who is the top of the table. Uh, te- Kenwick won the toss and sent Piara Waters in. Uh, Super coach Damon Brooks made 17 off 63, so taking over the Stan D'Souza role, who dropped himself down the order. Brad D'Souza made 7, Kai Brooks made 3, Neil Van Tonda 4, Kobe made two. Darren Atkinson smacked 28 off 30 coming in down the order with four fours. So great job. 
Captain Stan's gone from opening down to ninth. Um, so yeah, obviously a bit of a bit of a change up. He made five, and so against the top team, the boys almost batted out their over, getting out in the last over, and made ninety five. So not a bad job against uh, a, a decent team. In reply, it looks like um, Kenwick had one guy dominate. He opened the batting and made eighty seven. But you take that 87 out and uh, there's not a lot of batting there. So it's probably just the one guy who's probably playing in a grade not suited for himself. Um, in the bowling lineup, um, Neil Van Tonder, 1 for 24. Darren Atkinson backing up he took from his batting, took 2 for 20. So a good all-round game for him. Brad D'Souza, 3 for 21. And Captain Stan D'Souza, Captain Cleanup, getting a couple of cheapies at the end, took 2 for 4 from his 1.2 overs. So, like I said, um, probably only the one batsman got away from him, but a great job there by the boys to get some wickets and some runs. Darren's found a bit of form, which is fantastic, and um, hopefully that carries across to all his cricket. So, great job there by Stan's team. And now moving on to the district cricket. We had three three kids in playing district cricket in the under-13s this week. Uh Joe Morton playing for the Perth District Cricket Club. Uh, had a very exciting game, played in a tie. Uh, scores level at the end of the game, so points were shared by Perth and Claremont Edlands. Um, Joe's contribution to the game, he made uh, 10 from 40 balls. Um, looks like he was involved in a couple of decent partnerships with some lads who made a fair few runs, so was holding up an end and uh, turning the strike over, so great job there by Joe. Uh, in reply, Joe opened the bowling, had a couple of overs, um, only bowled a couple, two overs, none for seven, and did take a catch. So contributing all across the board there for Joe. So yeah, exciting exciting game there for Joe, and he managed to play in a tie, which not many people get to do. Uh, moving across to the Gosnells District Cricket Club, uh, Jack Sutton and Zach Lilioli playing uh, Willerton. At their home ground, Willerton won the toss and batted first and made 6 for 154. Uh, Zach Lioli won for 28 off 7, uh, bowled really well. So that was a good job by him. Jack uh, didn't get a bowl this week. Moving on to the batting, chasing 154. Uh, the boys got pretty close um, but fell just short. Uh, Jack came in to bat at 8, made... 19 from 16 balls, needing about uh, 7 and over when he came into bat. So uh, Jack and one of the other lads hit a couple of fours, ran really hard and nearly got the boys home, but, uh, yeah, just fell short. Uh, Zach didn't get a bat, but, he, like I said, he did bowl well. So, um, yeah, great job there by the two two boys, and um, hopefully they learn a bit for, for next round. And moving across now to the under-14s, we had two two kids in action. One, Cooper Smith, and two, Jake Passmore. Um, they played Williton as well. Um, Jake got the boys off to a great start. The Gosnells bowled first. Jake um, took a couple of wickets early. His figures were um, five overs, three maidens, two for three. So economical and... Deadly, taking two wickets to start with. Um, and then to finish off the tail, uh, Cooper came on to bowl and he took two for eight from his 4.3 overs. So he was pretty economical and deadly as well. So it's good to see the um, Gosnell's, Gosnell's kids 
uh, one take, one's getting wickets early, one getting wickets late. Cooper also took a catch, so pretty active in the field as well, which is fantastic. Um, they did bowl Willerton out for 90, um, which didn't leave a lot to chase. Um, yeah, with the top order scoring a lot of runs, um, not a lot to do for the rest of the lads down the down the order a little bit. Uh, Cooper Smith came in, made five from 16 before getting caught, and Jake Passmore was one not out at the end of the day's play. Um, looks like a bit of excitement towards the end. Jake saw a fair few wickets fall um, with one of the opposition getting a hat-trick, so that's pretty good uh, bowling by that young fellow. Um, but it wasn't enough to get him a win, so the, yeah, the Gosnells team had a pretty easy win. So all in all, a good weekend was had by um, all the boys at every level, so... Hopefully they keep having fun and learning lots at district level. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Okay, and I'm down at Sutherland's Park here with Kendra Dean from the Under 13s Girls team, one of the inaugural members of the uh, girls team last year that played for the first time for uh, Gosnell's Junior Cricket Club. And we'll get jump straight into the interview with Kendra now. Kendra, hello, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. Excellent, excellent. Um, first question, which I start with everyone, is why do you like cricket? Well, I like cricket because it's a great way to come with your friends and the game is really fun and really tactical and it's just the matter of having it be there with your teammates and having a lot of fun. Yep, that's what we like to see, everyone having some fun. All right, so you, you were, um, like I said, first year of cricket um, with the girls last year. What's been your favourite cricketing moment so far? Well, my favourite cricketing moment was when we were roasting Serpentine Jaredale and I got my first hat trick of the season. Excellent work. And did you get anything special for that hat trick? I got a special trophy award with the game ball actually in the trophy as well. Yep, excellent work. So it's a fantastic bowling. Now, when you got that hat trick, was there any catches or anything that your teammates helped you out with? Um... Well, I don't remember many catches that we took in that game. I think it was just the bowling that we did really well in. Yep. And so when you got your hat trick, though, were they all bowled or did you get a couple caught or...? Um, no, they were all clean bowled. All clean bowled. Wow, fantastic job. Nice and straight. Fantastic work. When you're watching cricket on the TV, what's your f- favourite format of cricket to watch? Do you like watching test matches, T20s? I like the T20 blasters because they're really fun to watch and just sit there and just scream at the tele- TV with my dad. That's right. E- excellent. And um, so dad yells at the telly, does he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might do that sometimes myself. Okay. Um, so, yeah, watching it. So what's your... Um, well, we're moving on to... so. Well, we'll jump straight back down to it. So when you're watching the T20, who's your favourite team? Um, I like the the women's Scorchers team. That's my favourite yep. to watch. Excellent, yep. And on that team, on that team, do you have a favourite player? Yeah, I really like Elise Falani. She's really good at um, the batting. Yeah, and that's something you want to get really good at like her yeah. as well? I want to get really good at batting. Yeah, fantastic. All right. And, all right, so... Bowling-wise, what sort of bowling do you do? Are you a spinner or a fast bowler? Um, I think I'm a fast bowler. I can't really do spins at all. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, and what's your favourite shot to play? I like the 
I like the straight drive the best because it's easier for me to hit when it's coming straight on wicket. Yep. And have you hit a few fours with doing the straight drive? Yeah, I've hit like five fours in one game. In one game? Well done. And what's your, do you know what your highest score is? Um, I'm pretty sure it was 28 runs per, in the game. Excellent. Well done. Well done. Okay. And what about when you're fielding, where's your favourite position to field? Do you, on the legs, on the leg side or on the offside? I prefer the leg side because that's where the balls come most from the right-handers. Yep. And you just like being in the action? Yeah, I love yeah. being in the action. Yep. And um, ha- have you taken, has there been any games where you've taken a catch or maybe even two or three? I've taken one really good catch in one game. Yep. Uh, so the batter hit it like leg side and I it was above my head so I had to jump up and catch it with one hand. One hand? Fantastic. So now we've got a couple of questions. We'll go a bit off script here. We've got a couple of questions. On the team, who's the noisiest person on the field all the time? I'm going to say the noisiest person is Annalise because she always shouts and she always says cheer on the bowlers and walk in girls. Excellent. And she's just always there for everyone. All right. And um, we won't tell anyone this, but who li- who listens to the coach the least? Who- who's the coach got to tell off the most? Um, I'm going to say it's a tie between Tiffany and Ella. Oh, Tiffany and Ella. Ooh, and we've got some dirty looks there from Ella as she ran past. All right. So, excellent. Now, one last question before I let you go. Um, what's your favourite thing to do when you're not playing cricket? Well, my favourite thing to do is singing because I'm in the Australian Girls Choir and it's just a really fun experience. Excellent. And um, where have you sung in the choir? Um, I have sang at like these big performance halls with these really cool songs with other older girls and younger ones as well. Excellent. All right, thanks very much, Kendra, for spending a little bit of time with us. I appreciate it, and I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to a little bit about you and your cricketing journey. Thank you. For the president's pointers this week, just like to make spe- like I said, we made special mention of um, a couple of the lads who batted for a long time, didn't necessarily score a lot of runs, but held up an end and kept um, kept the partnerships going. And that's that's the point for this week is batting partnerships. You don't have to be the one who smashes the ball and scores all the runs. If everyone else gets out at one end, the guy who's in good form can't score any runs if there's no one out there helping him. I know we had a bit of fun last week or the week before with Stan who made his 8 off 65 balls, but he had a plan and he wanted the team to learn to bat. So he took it upon himself to show everyone how it was done and that's what he did. And a few of the lads have have learnt from that and they've made a few extra runs like Darren this week. So... It helps, guys. You don't have to be the the big run scorer all the time. And the same thing goes with your bowling. If you can bowl full and straight, tie up one end, and if the guy at the other end is getting all the wickets because they're trying to score runs off him and not you, and he gets all the wickets, that's still due in part to your pressure that you're putting on and not allowing people to score runs. So just remember, guys, it's a, it's teamwork and it's partnerships. You've got to 
bat with your partner, you've got to bowl with your partner at the other end. Make sure you work together and get when you get a wicket or you're scoring runs, it doesn't matter whether they come off the bat, they're extras, who gets them. The main thing is that the scoreboard goes up while we're batting and the wickets are coming while we're bowling. That's all we've got time for this week for uh, the podcast. Um, like I said, this week we've got the derby on for the under-14s on Saturday morning down at B1. If you're interested and you're free, come on down and see how the boys go in in the derby. Um, until then, catch you later on. Thanks, for everyone. Bye-bye. And now for the President's Pointers this week. Just like to make, spe- like I said, we made special mention of um, a couple of the lads who batted for a long time, didn't necessarily score a lot of runs, but held up an end and kept um, kept the partnerships going. And that's, that's the point for this week is batting partnerships. You don't have to be the one who smashes the ball and scores all the runs. If everyone else gets out at one end, the guy who's in good form can't score any runs if there's no one out there helping him. I know we had a bit of fun last week or the week before with Stan who made his 8 off 65 balls, but he had a plan and he wanted the team to learn to bat. So he took it upon himself to show everyone how it was done and that's what he did. And a few of the lads have, have learnt from that and they've made a few extra runs like Darren this week. So it helps guys. You don't have to be the, the big run scorer all the time. And the same thing goes with your bowling. If you can bowl full and straight, tie up one end and if the guy at the other end is getting all the wickets because they're trying to score runs off him and not you and he gets all the wickets that's still due in part to your pressure that you're putting on and not allowing people to score runs so just remember guys it's a it's teamwork and it's partnerships you got to bat with your partner you got to bowl with your partner at the other end make sure you work together and get when you get a wicket or you're scoring runs, it doesn't matter whether they come off the bat, they're extras, who gets them. The main thing is that the scoreboard goes up while we're batting and the wickets are coming while we're bowling. That's all we've got time for this week for uh, the podcast. Um, like I said, this week we've got the derby on for the under-14s on Saturday morning down at B1. If you're interested and you're free, come on down and see how the boys go in, in the derby. Um, until then... Catch you later on. Thanks for everyone. Bye-bye.